0: Right, I'm sorry again for that interruption. Uh, There's been a problem with the the internet internet connection. It keeps on, the waves keep on going and coming and going. But anyhow, let us move on. Let us see what it is that the Lord has in store for us. We'll still be able to finish and accomplish what we have to accomplish. So we say Jesus is the full embodiment of that faith that God has given unto us. And so he encourages us, believe, believe, that is believe the gospel, believe the Lord Jesus, believe the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul tells us something interesting in Galatians chapter two verse 20. He says the following words when he writes and he says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I that live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life which I now live in in the flesh I live by the faith of the Son of God, or I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That is the faith that you have and I have. It is that faith that is in the Son of God, that is the Lord Jesus Christ. And it is no longer us who live, as the word says, but him who lives on the inside of us. And then remember what Peter says in Acts chapter 4, verse 12. He says, for there is no other name. He says, nor is there salvation in any other. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Thus, this name Jesus embodies and it has all that it takes to redeem you and to redeem me. To enable us to receive what God has ordained and planned for us. And that's why God says in, in John chapter 3 verse 16. As Linda said. That you know God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him. Whosoever puts faith in him. Whosoever trusts him. Whosoever puts his confidence in him. Whosoever takes this Jesus at his word and moves or acts on the basis of the word of Jesus, shall not perish, shall not lose out, but shall have eternal life. There is a restoration. There is an assurance of our being restored into the purposes of God and into whatever area that we may be on in life. If this faith of Jesus is vibrant in us, we don't put him aside to do other stuff. We believe him, and hence that's why we are instructed in Hebrews chapter chapter twelve and verse verse two. The scripture that all of us all of us know very well. When he writes and he says that you know, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross despising the shame, and is now sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. The redeemed have been recreated in the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can read that in Romans chapter 8, verse 29 to 30, in your own time. That means you and I, we are his imagination. If you think what The word image comes from the word imagination. The word imagination will come from the word image. So basically, you and I, we are his imagination. That's why he says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans of good and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Because you and I, we are his imagination. And therefore, as you gaze at him and as his eyes look into your eyes, What he thinks or imagines about you starts to vibrate in your spirit. It starts to vibrate in your life. That which he thinks about you starts to take form in your life, in your business, in your family, whatever it is that you are. What he thinks about you, the unimaginable, starts to take shape in your life. That is, as you look unto Jesus, of the author and the finisher of our faith. Remember his word when he says, he is the word that gives life. it gives light to every man or woman that comes into the world. You can read that in your own time in John chapter one, from verse one to verse 9. If I only read verse 9, if you read the the, the, the final the final scripture that is verse 9, you'll find what the scripture says in that particular place in verse nine. That was the true light. That is the word of God. That is Jesus. He was the true light that gives light to every man or woman coming into the world. Unless he gives you and me light, when there's no way we'll be able to chart our way or to map our ways in life, even in whatever we lay our hands on, it will be vanity of vanity until he, the son of God, comes into the spe- into the picture. Therefore, as you look at him, as you fix your eyes on the Lord Jesus, your spirit links up with the original print, the original blueprint of what you are actually meant to be. That's why scripture tells us, looking unto Jesus, not to any man, not to any woman, fix your eyes on him. Go to the Gospels again, my brother and my sister. We devour, read them again. Seek to understand. Cry to God, Father, let me know what is this that Jesus is. Who is this Jesus that you have given unto me? Something is going to happen in your heart and in my heart as we do this. it over and over again for the glory of God. As you look at the Lord Jesus, you will start seeing the finished product that you are meant to be in him. You will start seeing the true picture of who you are inside him. You, you know, you, I, I, like, I will say that it's like you hit the jackpot of the mustard seed like faith. That mustard faith, you know, which fully appreciates the meaning and the purpose for which it has been brought forth. That mastered faith that knows I am actually a big tree and I'm supposed to be a shelter for many birds and to provide a shed for men and women even to be able to sit under me. I am a big tree that is supposed to bring a difference in this particular place where I am. That is as you look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith and of my faith. Get that in Matthew chapter 17, verse 20. That is, your mind may not register immediately, but your spirit man or spirit woman, it leaps with joy at the discovery of the self you are supposed to be in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why he's encouraging you and I, look unto Jesus, don't look unto any other. Faith, you know, goes against the natural grain Faith is the opposite of to- toil and sweat. I like, I like, I, I like that, that particular statement. And I would like to just give us one or two examples, and then we'll be able to finalize. That is in Mark chapter five, verse 25 to 34. I would like you to read that scripture in your own, read that scripture in your own time. Mark chapter five, verse 25 to 34. The word of God, it, it speaks about the woman that woman with the issue of blood. She had toiled and sought and spent all her living on doctors. She then she heard about, she heard about Jesus. She heard about Jesus. She looked at Jesus from a distance. I want you to put this in your mind. She must have looked at Jesus from a distance. She saw what Jesus did. The moment she looked at the Lord Jesus and saw what she started seeing what nobody else saw. And, you know, it is so interesting because as she looked at him, it would appear she saw power vibrating from his garments as she looked at him walking up and down. And somehow she saw her healing in that power. And suddenly Suddenly, she forgot her status as an unclean woman. She forgot her status as an outcast. She forgot her status as unwanted, that nobody wanted her around them. You know what the law said that a a woman with an issue of blood must not touch anybody because she makes them unclean. Into her spirit dropped the word, If only, if I may only touch. But touch the hem of his garment. If I may only touch the hem of his garment. Those words, they formed in her spirit because she had been continually looking at this man Jesus as he walked up and down. So basically, while looking at Jesus, considering him as he walked up and down, faith was birthed within her spirit. She saw the healed woman in him and she got healed in an instant. I want to ask you, have you looked long enough? Have you looked long enough at the Lord Jesus to see your miracle? I want to ask you again, have you looked long enough at the Lord Jesus to be able to see your miracle? Or are you getting distracted and the time of looking at him by starting to listen to what the Pharisees are saying. You know, they are saying, oh, he casts out demons by the power of Beelzebub. Oh, we know about Moses, but this guy, we don't know where he is from. Oh, he's just about a carpenter. We even, we have his brothers and sisters here. What can he do for us? I want you to look on the Lord Jesus, not on what men and women are saying. Go back to the ghost spells again, my brother and my sister. Devour the ghost spells. Take them again afresh. You will never be the same again. The second example quickly, in Luke chapter 7, verse 36 to verse 50. Read it again for yourself. It is the woman who was said to be a prostitute. And nobody wanted her near near them. But maybe only those ones who wanted the business that they were doing with her. But she was sort of like an outcast in the community. But this woman had been looking at Jesus, if you consider her. She had seen Jesus dying with the sinners. She had even seen him allow the unclean lepers to touch him, something which was not, nobody would want to die. She had even heard that he had is also touched the lepers were clean and had healed them. It is possible she had heard that he had spoken to the paralytic man at some point and told him, your, "You know, son, your sins are forgiven." And the more she looked at him, she started, you know, realizing, you know, she heard him speak, and his words they lit a spark of hope within her heart and within her spirit. She thought maybe. If I can clean his feet with my hair, maybe he can make me clean. If I can go to him and wash his feet, maybe I will be made clean. You know something? She stepped beyond the views of Simon and of other men who are about Jesus to be able to reach this Jesus. Public opinion of her lifestyle did not stop this woman. Looking at Jesus broke her free from the bondage of condemnation and public opinion. It birthed faith in her spirit. She saw the forgiven woman in him. She got her forgiveness. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Stop looking at what other men and women are saying. Look at the Lord Jesus. Least and finally. The, the Syrophoenician woman, read it again yourself in Mark chapter seven, verse 24 to verse 30. This Greek woman, she had been looking at Jesus. She had seen others freed and delivered from demonic oppression. She had seen demons flee at the command of his voice, of his word. She went also against the tide of racial discrimination to be able to reach Jesus, that focus of looking at the Lord Jesus, it broke the fear of racial discrimination, and feeling that I cannot, I'm not allowed to, I am not part of, in the Lord Jesus, she saw her daughter free from demonic oppression. Faith was birthed in her because she was looking at the Lord Jesus. And because she kept looking at Jesus, her daughter got delivered free completely. She stopped looking at what the Jews and what the Pharisees would say, even what the disciples would say. She's decided, I will only look on this Jesus. And finally, she got the answer. Realize one thing. Jesus marveled. At the faith of this woman. She said, I've not found such faith in Israel. Why do you think he said that? It can only be because of one reason. Whilst the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes and all the rest, they were looking at what Moses said. They were looking at what the traditions of the elders were. These outsiders, these some of these Gentiles, they picked up what Peter, James, and John saw on the Mount of Transfiguration when they heard the voice, hear him. They looked on Jesus only and they found the real thing is right here. They found this is what is relevant to my situation. It is what is relevant to me now. Jesus is the fresh bread from heaven. Do not dwell on what has already gone stale. Do not dwell on what others are saying. There are no formulas or formulae to use to get to the Lord Jesus. Don't listen to people who will tell you they are special, this kind of special prayer. If you pray it, you will definitely get a breakthrough. There is nothing like that. Only one will give you the breakthrough. His name is Jesus. Do not listen to those who will tell you, once you have finished quoting all these particular scriptures, then you will experience victory. No, it is Jesus. He told the Pharisees, "You search the Scriptures for you think in them you have life, but they are the ones that speak of me, the Lord Jesus." He is telling us there is no special phrase, there is no precious prayer, no special prayer to say to be able to get to Him. The answer is just look unto Jesus. Just look unto Jesus. And again, I say. Just look unto Jesus. Next time, God willing, whenever we will share again, we'll look at contending for this faith as we look at the Lord Jesus, this mysterious faith that has been given unto us. My brother and my sister, once again, this week, devour the Gospels again. Look at them again. If you read it through, go back and cry unto God, I want to know Jesus. I want to know Jesus, I want to experience Jesus. (laughs) Maybe you are with us and you have not known Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you like to make such a decision for him, we'll give you that particular opportunity. You can have that faith in him even today. And this faith that has been given unto us will become yours. If you have never made that decision, or maybe you're backslidden, you can pray this prayer after me, and the Lord will do it for you in the name of Jesus. Just declare, Father, I come to you just as I am. I believe that you sent Jesus to die for me. And today, I open my life unto you. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me. I believe that Jesus rose again from the dead. You, Father, you raised him from the dead. I believe that Jesus is Lord, and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord, and I receive him as my Lord and my Savior in Jesus' name. Father, let it be that as that one has prayed that prayer, let it be a reality. Manifest Jesus in him or her her, for the glory of your name. And for us all, help us that in this week, we are gonna look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Linda, you're welcome.